Hi guys, it's Keith, your host for Vinyl Drop, and I'm so excited to be back this week talking about Halsey's debut studio album, Badlands. It's definitely an interesting debut album, for sure. It spawned one of the biggest recent pop careers, I think, of memory, and it's so cool to look at where Halsey is now, you know, releasing you know, this rock-tinged fourth studio album produced by Nine Inch Nails members when she really started out with a synth indie pop affair back in 2015. And looking at how things stacked up, uh, it's very cool to see a debut album that's very pop, that's very strong, that didn't have these big hit singles and just came from having built such a big, uh, strong, sturdy fan base outside of, you know, the confines of a major label on pop radio. You know, Halsey really started out playing small gigs, uh, electropop EP, and it just really went up from there. Badlands came out the same day as another really big pop album, uh, The Weeknd's Beauty Behind the Madness, but it debuted with really high numbers, and I remember that being the moment that really struck my attention because, you know, she was really making a move in pop, and, you know, it's funny that New Americana was the first song that I heard from her, uh, but... You know, that, despite being memed across the internet, really was a big introduction for a lot of people to Halsey and what she had to offer. And Badlands became an album for older people, uh, younger, and then, you know, from there forward, she just pivoted into almost like a chameleon in pop, which is, I know, a daring thing to say, but, or a bit, like, whimsical, I guess, or something. But, um, no, it's like, now Halsey can hop on a rap song and it feels authentic to her. She can hop on, you know, an emo rock track feels authentic to her you know she can sing with Khaled or she can sing with Machine Gun Kelly and it all fits together and this is crazy because this is the root of where she you know became Halsey um and it's crazy because this was the starting point for her so I'm so excited to have Katie on the podcast this week returning uh we talked about Sour a few weeks back if you haven't heard that and she explored Badlands around the same time as me Uh, And we have interesting, kind of differing thoughts, so it's really fun diving in with her. But yeah, with that, here's my discussion on Halsey's debut album, Badlands. All right, so let's welcome Katie back to the show. Thank you for having me. It's good to be back. Previously talking about Sour, you're here for a different album. How does it feel since you were last on the podcast and there was a lot of fame surrounding you know, your opinions on music. (laughs) My opinions? Yeah, no, the theme of them. Like, how does it feel to be such a star now that you've been on one podcast? It feels really good. It's kind of starting to go to my head now, but you Mm -hmm. know, I'm going to reel it back in to talk about Badlands. Oh. (laughs) I'll keep my ego in check. Yeah. I mean, I have to do that all the time. But yeah, so today we're talking about Badlands. Halsey's debut album came out in 2015. It actually, interestingly, not even having like a big hit to start it, because she had that more like all indie following almost Mm -hmm. um the album debuted at number two in the u.s uh and the only reason it wasn't number one is because the weekend dropped uh beauty behind the madness the same day i remember it because i remember both albums and it was just crazy because she actually opened with a really high sales week no she did really well badlands is still like her most iconic album i would say badlands is like her best song charting album what's your favorite hopeless fountain kingdom Mm -hmm. i think it was a good hybrid yeah I think it's interesting to see where from Badlands Halsey went now, because now she's about to release her fourth album, uh, which is going to be produced by uh, Nine Inch Nails members, and it has a whole film in IMAX, and I honestly didn't think she was headed there when I heard Badlands for the first time. You yeah. know, she became this full pop star with so many different audiences, and, like, it all started here with, like, 
I agree. Pop. <laughs> I think when she came out with Badlands, I thought that was going to be her niche for like the next several albums. But I guess, I don't know if she could have come out with just like a bunch of other albums that were similar to Badlands before people kind of get tired of it. So I guess it's good that she grew. Yeah. Probably because I didn't know about Halsey before. I actually did see Halsey in concert after this album came out. But I was, or before it did. How big was no, it? No, I saw her after it came out. Uh, I was, she was doing theater shows. So um, oh. uh, House of Blues Orlando. Oh, okay. Fun fun fact for the podcast. I actually waited 12 hours to see her unknowingly because House of Blues was, was trying out this line system where you go and you reserve your spot in line. So you got like 6 a.m. You get your spot so you can be barricaded at the show. My friend was super into it. So then we did and they were like, oh, no, you have to stay. And then she'd done this a lot. Like she was like a veteran. She was like, I will always be doing this. And your I was friend. like, yeah. So she was ready to wait that long. I wasn't. And I was just like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and so I waited. I waited for her to perform like 14 tracks. And I mean, it was a good show. It was cool. We talked to her at the end. Like oh, she did? was leaving because it's in downtown Disney or Disney oh, Springs, okay. they call it now. Um, and she basically was like, yeah, I want to come back at my Disney aunt. Like she was super like fun yeah. in the car. But she did yell at people during the show for like, she was like, you need to stop being violent. Like stop it, guys. <laughs> it was so funny. She was like, I'm not going to perform. I was like. Like, I remember seeing those videos of, on YouTube of her yelling at people. Same with her and Melanie Martinez. I remember used to yeah. like see those videos all the time circulate. She has a lot of good ones, especially when she started promoting colors, which we'll get into. Yeah. But yeah, it was interesting seeing her. She only performed songs from Badlands. I don't even think she performed all of them because it was only about 14, 15 songs in the set list, including Colors Part 2. Um, <laughs> so it was, a, it was a fun time. And I would go see her again now that she's going on all these different arena tours and they all look really nice. And I really like how her sound has transitioned since Badlands. But I do think from a distance, the cult following that she has is interesting. Because it. I feel like she was billed as an alt-pop act. Like, she was even trying to sell Hopeless Fountain Kingdom as, like, this alt-pop I felt like more of a blend album. between alt-pop and just full pop. But what was all about the songs? Because now that I hear them, I'm like... It's more pop to you. It's, yeah. Like, Roman Holiday is, like, a pop song. Like, these are... Oh. Oh, even this album? Yeah, no, I'm referring to this yeah, album. Yeah, no, I think Roman Holiday's the most pop song on the album, mm-hmm. for sure. But I don't see... I guess Goat has, like... Goat. <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess Ghost has, like, an interesting structure. But I guess having a cover of I Walk the Line that's, like, mysterious makes it all pop. I understand. I guess it's her upbringing. I think it's more indie pop than all pop because she was on an independent label. Yeah, I don't really... It doesn't really strike me as necessarily all... I guess that's just a broader term, but it's more, like, indie pop. So when did you discover Halsey and what was your sort of... I actually vividly remember wait I saw it was like somewhere on social media because or maybe it was like on tumblr I feel like when I was 15 when she was a tumblr girl I can tell oh Halsey Halsey yeah she's definitely on the platform no for sure and I think that was a lot of her following at the time Mm -hmm. and so I saw it somewhere like on there and so that was when her EP was just out and so then I was it was probably like two weeks before she dropped Badlands so I was kind of getting excited for it and I, I know I was sitting on my friend's porch when Badlands dropped, and that's when I listened to all of it. Really? Yeah. I was a huge fan at the time. That's crazy. No, yeah, I, know I was a huge fan. When we, because we didn't, we didn't actually know each other when Badlands came out, mm-hmm. but I remember we were like, we'd talk about Halsey because we became friends with Now or Never came out, and it was always on the radio. Oh my God. Yeah. And I'd always drive you home. <laughs> yeah. It's funny now because I actually think it's interesting she went in the full pop star direction because she really had trouble getting these singles to stick. Like, New Americana was the one that they really went with. That was the first Halsey song that I had heard. Really? Yeah. Which I thought it would be similar for you, but you seem to hear, I guess, Ghost, Hurricane, and Is There Somewhere, and those ones first. Yeah, that was the... I think Trouble actually was the first song I had heard. Oh. Isn't that so random? I feel like nobody even talks about that one. Her fans, like, her diehard fans will be like, Is There Somewhere? 
Is there someone's? Is there somewhere? Is one of my favorites actually. I I'm not trying to be a diehard fan. I didn't even know until recently that that was like a big one for fans. Mm-hmm. I just always really like that song. What differs to you between Room Ninety Three and the album? Because I'm not familiar with Room Ninety Three, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they're very similar. Room Ninety Three only had four songs, and one of them, which was Ghost, was even on Badlands. So I mean, Hurricane I, I don't. Two. What? Hurricane Two. Oh yeah, Hurricane Two. So I don't know why. I don't think there's much of a difference, and I don't. For me personally, I would say if she were to put a different song on the album from the EP, I would have chosen "Is There Somewhere" over maybe "Ghost." Mm-hmm. But trying to think though, I feel like the one song that wouldn't have fit was "Trouble" for sure on the album. Yeah, it seemed like that was even rooted in electro pop too. New Americana was very much the first song that I got from Halsey, and I liked it at the time. I was really into it, and I, she was introduced to me as, like, this new alt-pop girl, and I was like, New Americana has some buzz around it. I kind of like it. And the truth is, I think I needed to step back and look at the lyrics more to be like, oh, wow. <laughs> um, but that was, like, my entrance to Halsey. So I do think it worked as a single. Like, I think it did what it needed to do because it, it got me hooked to check her out a little bit because the chorus is good. The sonics are good. The lyrics are a bit, they're a bit camp. Questionable. Oh, it's so camp. For me, like New Americana, I feel like it it probably stuck out the most when I first gave the album a full listen. But I think after maybe two weeks, the uh, hype for New Americana died down. Um, I just, like you were saying, I think the lyrics are very camp. Like, I feel like it was trying to be this kind of, like, teen anthem or something. And I was actually reading something that that was intentional and Mm -hmm. she was air quotes trying to be tongue-in-cheek and give a social commentary on pop culture yeah so who knows of course she was I feel it's like she literally might... tumblr in like a bottle like I literally... right like i don't know she said she was like very self-aware when she wrote the lyrics it was supposed to be kind of more dry and not necessarily what she was writing but i don't know it seemed like she meant what she was writing it's very tumblr i love the second verse where she's like football team was more than just a game <laughs> like, just like... Could... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like archie damn. andrews where are you at <laughs> it's just like let's calm down dude um i love the um what kind of bubble gum like i liked that that's the only bit that i was like wow i love the sleighs that are like in the background every time she's doing my kind of they're like sleigh (laughs) that's like my the most it's honestly very gay like the whole entire package so i love that she has this like young teen girl audience that's just like yeah it's a self-aware song then i would love it a million times more i don't think it started that way i think she changed (laughs) the story i think everyone knows she did i know she also i think that's what she did because she also said on twitter before asking her least favorite song that she's made she said new americana yeah i think she But she believed in it at the time, and I honestly do think it had purpose because it made me interested enough to check out. I'd have to look back totally to see which songs were which because I remember the iTunes pre-order. I know iTunes is ancient, but (laughs) that's how I saw the track listing. And I know when you pre-ordered, obviously Hurricane and uh, Ghost were available from the EP. She had New Americana out there. I think she released Hold Me Down and Drive also as promotional singles, if I had to guess. Uh, Because I remember hearing those before the album. And I'd say those songs made me more hyped for the entire project, but it was New Americana for that summer. I think summer 2015 that I was like, this is a really great song. But <laughs> no, I understand that It completely. does take itself a bit seriously. It peaked at like 63 on the Hot 100. Because oh. she made a video, she released it. It got yeah. a lot of hype, I guess. Uh, and then when after the album was out, they tried to push it again with a new video. Yeah. And it didn't stick on radio. It didn't... Her real first, like, pop success... Um, Besides Closer, I guess, which is a decade. And she has a lot of, like, Closer and Without Me and Eastside have all broken a lot of records. Mm-hmm. So she actually has some of the best stats in the game. But Now or Never peaked at, like, 17 on the Hot 100, I think. Oh. And that was her first radio hit because they did try again with Colors, too. And Colors didn't chart 
Yeah. Uh, it, it, it was an album seller, though, and people really liked the project. So with that, let's get into the album. Let's get into the album. I think Castle kind of sums up the weakest parts about the album conceptually. Really? <laughs> and it's just all wrapped up into one song. Like, okay, here's my thing. It was never my favorite even at the time, and even now, the lyrics seem, seem kind of tacky to me. Oh, really? Did you, do you like Castle? <laughs> there's like a... There's like a line with me where it's like I love the pop product that's a bit camp and that's a bit over the top. Like I just like Lady Gaga is my favorite artist. She's an mm-hmm. artist where it's literally she's half bike, half human. Like I will go for that sometimes if it's done properly. But Castle, I never really got the vibe that the lyrics were so crazy. But that's probably because of that because I am drawn to that sometimes. So I was just like, oh, she's just being a pop star. Like Actually, she's headed straight oh, for the castle. They want to make her a queen. Like, I'm she thinking even about have- it. I think maybe I'm being too hard on Castle. I don't think it's door song i mean it's just i think it's just a pop product but i do find the ego in it a little funny that's what i'm saying because she's talking about she hasn't like, even sold a million yet that, like, yeah that's what i was saying kind of like i feel like with castle it's kind of like when she's like sick of all these people talking all this stuff all these cameras flashing it's like baby <laughs> yeah well maybe she was getting a few record deals maybe she's referencing men in the industry i didn't do a big deep dive on it lyrically because i think for yeah. most of the album it's pretty uh, upfront what these things are about but I would say Castle just goes on a bit long. I I liked it when it came out because I was like, oh, this is like a cute intro. The little like mm-hmm. the looped uh, sound or sample in it is really good. Uh, but I do think it could have been condensed and shorter. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the best moment because after a minute, it's just like, okay, like, are you the queen? Like, let's talk. <laughs> I do like the production. Yeah, that's like what I'm I saying. like it's... like sonically. I really like it. I thought the lyrics. I don't know. It works as an album opener, but also I think given the context of where she was at the moment, it was kind of like, okay. I heard a lot of Castle throughout the album. Like, I think it was good in setting the stage sonically, too. That's a really good point. No complaints with it. I don't think it's her strongest song, though. This was featured in a movie. I forgot what the title was. Something about... Well, no, I thought it was like featured in that Snow White movie. Yeah, something. it was the Snow White movie. That was a cool. I, I like the, the trailer version of the song too. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's I out did. there. They tried to push that as the fourth single as well, but nothing happened. Yeah. So I guess Badlands wasn't for radio. It was for. It was actually too intense for radio. It was too complicated. It had its niche with the same <laughs> audience that, at the time, loved like um, Born to Die era Lana and the Neighborhood and Arctic Monkeys. Do you know what people are like old money new and money? And Melanie Martinez. Hmm? Do you know what people are like old money new money? Yeah. I feel like you can do that with Tumblr. It's like you have old Tumblr and you have new Tumblr. New no, Tumblr right? is like Melanie Martinez, Halsey. Old Tumblr is like Marina the Diamonds, Lana Del Rey. That's so true. Lord's somewhere in between. Yeah. 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 She's. I feel like Lord's really. No, oh, never mind. I'm gonna scratch that thought. But um, pure heroin was Tumblr. I feel like Lord's kind of graduating out of it because mm-hmm. at this point it's like, who is Tumblr still? Yeah, I think with Lord, like she ha- she has her audience. She had her audience of like younger kids, but I also think she's a pretty well respected artist too. You know, mm-hmm. in her own right. What would you have led the album with if it wasn't New Americana? Releasing as a single or just like as a single to get people to know Halsey and really drum up the pre-orders and stuff? Because New Americana was successful in that, but I don't. We both agree that it's not like the best song here. I would have pushed Colors the most. Really? Starting out the album? I don't know if I would have necessarily started out with it, but... Well, yeah. Um, That's actually a good question. Well, Colors is a good choice. I think she could have started with Gasoline. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think she could have started with Gasoline. I don't know. I think that might also be a little too hard-hitting, because I feel like, lyrically, it's kind of intense. Well, Gasoline blew up. Because like, it, that was it did blow song. up, and... I mean, then maybe it's better that it stayed later in the album, but I think it could have blown up even more. Because it was already a very... Po- it became a really popular song, and I think she could have started with it. Yeah, you're right about that. Gasoline, I was considering putting it in my favorites. Yeah. But I realized, I think, 
sonically there's other songs that maybe I'd put above it because I, I do agree. listen to Gasoline a lot and I like what it's saying I do think the drums in the chorus are very re- reminiscent of <laughs> I can't speak today are very reminiscent of like 2012 dubstep do you know what I'm talking about like the thrashing drums yeah in the chorus. no that's and so you true. can't really tell because I think the mixing and mastering across this album is a bit muddy which I'll get to in certain songs but I think Gasoline is a good song but I think sonically sonically like that won't always be my favorite I'd agree. Just because I do feel like it was an interesting choice for 2015. No, I completely agree. I think... Um, Wait, is it one of your favorites? Uh, it's one of the good ones, I think. Mm-hmm. Or one of the better ones. I wouldn't say it's necessarily my favorite, but... Highlighted. I think Young God is a personal highlight. And you might hate it, but I don't know why. I love that song. Why do you love that song? I think it's literally just for personal reasons. I'm not even trying to say it's objectively the best song on the album. I think the lyrics are even tacky. But I think it's like... It's exactly what someone in that in her audience at the time would want to hear in a song. You know what I mean? No. It's just so dramatic. I debated Young God as my low point, and I ultimately <laughs> chose something else. No, I love it. It's just so dramatic, and you feel like you're in a movie. Why does a song that's 2 minutes and 52 seconds feel like it's 5 minutes? And then With why? I saw her live. She performed this last because it was so like important and sentimental, and I'm just like, dude, like that's not an that's not a closer. That's not a I show would not closer. make that a closer. And I know it's the closer of the album, so clearly it means something. I think the production quirks in it actually saved it from being my low point. Because well, yeah, I remembered I like the production. it. I remembered it being a song with like no bass, no. I just remembered it like running, running. Like I just remembered that part. And then it I was really just like nothing. the verses. I thought the verses were the best parts of the song. I don't think like the mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I it's it's not my absolute favorite. No. I would say personally, I don't even think this is the best song in the album. But um, Strange Love is one of my favorites. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I think it's I think such... we have completely opposing opinions about Badlands. No, I actually like Strange Love a lot. It wasn't one of my highlighted uh, top four, but the thing about it is that it does something different than the other songs. That's like the way thought. that the guitar comes in and the like, it just makes you almost like, I don't want to say move, like it's not like a dance song, but it's like, it's an enticing uh, beat. No, I agree. And I think with Strange Love 2 was always a song that I skipped when I first was listening to Badlands, but then it just grew on me and it's still one of my favorites, I think. I think the production feels a little distant from her vocals, but it feels purposeful. And yeah. then it's just like, it swoops in with the chorus. It takes a minute for you to build into it. But yeah, I skipped it too. I think there's just a lot of highlights on the album that grab you at first. And then you sort of back away from that. And you're yeah, just like, like, oh wow, Strange Love is here. Haunting was another one for me. You like Haunting? You don't like haunting. No, I love haunting. Okay, I haunting just want to make sure good. it was my favorite from the beginning, and it's still one of like I think it's the one that I loved instantly, and it has still aged well, really like really well for me. That's so crazy. Because I think the production's amazing. I, I like de- the lyrics. I was waiting for over two for like my like last favorite spot, uh, and haunting was one of them. It's a great package, and it comes at a point in the album where you might need something refreshing. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that they uh, build. They built the backing vocals and the harmonies I love especially it. toward the end when she does the pre-chorus again and like you hear the f- the flourishes of like her going like hot like you know yeah what I'm yeah, yeah. About? no I thought like production wise I feel like that's what really sold me on the song mm-hmm. but also like I like the lyrics I thought um I think with her lyrically I-, I think her stronger points were in songs where it wasn't too vague and kind of like creative writing-esque because mm-hmm. I think sometimes she would have lyrics that are just kind of just a little dramatic but also vague at the same time but I think when she had more concrete imagery i think those were her stronger lyrics in badlands but then i don't know haunting was a song where it was kind of like a nice blend and i thought it worked yeah no i agree with you there because i think when she's being so outrageous and kind of trying to prove that she's this and i'm not saying halsey did this 
Um, <laughs> but I think it can feel like she's trying too hard to be taken seriously. That's the thing. Yeah. And haunting is a good mix of like, this is the metaphor and I'm going to like, I'm going to intertwine it rather than like drill it into your head. Yeah. And that's why it remains to be one of my favorites. I feel like the beat is really like wobbly almost. Like I love the I whole love that, point though. of it. That it, it's yeah, like, no, it seems purposeful. Yeah, it's purposefully like almost like airy. Like I don't know how to describe it, but it's just the jolting bass. There's a few songs on this album that have that. I, yeah. And yeah, I liked no, her songs that one. were kind of more dreamlike, which is kind of what drove me in. Which is why I really like Colors Part Two when it first came out. Uh, Will I choose to listen to it that's again? Not even. Like, I didn't time? take notes on Colors Part Two because it's just an interlude that didn't even yeah. need to happen. I don't think it's a low point. I don't think it's offensive. I'm just like, <laughs> what was this here for? <laughs> Drop the extended mix with the single version. You know what I mean? Yeah. Save it for the video. But I mean, it's nice, I guess. It's nice. It's pleasant. It's a little interlude. Yeah. You like it, though? I Well, I wouldn't listen to it now anymore. Like, it hasn't aged for me. But at the in the moment, that was my shit. My favorite lyric in Colors Part 2 is, you're dripping like a saturated sun, sun, sun. Because <laughs> that's the only lyric in it. <laughs> Besides a swooping blue. <laughs> what about, can we talk about color strips? The oh. different, like, dialogue. Mm. <laughs> like, okay, if we're gonna, I know we're probably gonna talk about colors later yeah. on, but the color strift dialogue was like, if you thought the colors dialogue was, you know, a little cheesy, that one was way oh. She was becoming a pop star and colors was like, colors was the 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 technically third but it was like the second big single from the project they're pushing next to Amer- new americana yeah and i think she didn't want to just release like a single she wanted it to seem like it was still edgy so that's why Art she did is not stuff what like i that. create what i create is chaos yeah that's well i mean she said that She's, she certainly said yeah. it those were words that came out of her mouth too bad the interludes didn't get it on the hot 100 <laughs> <laughs> anyway um no but colors was a good single choice and it's actually it's one of my favorites on the album yeah it's definitely a great song um i used to feel like the mixing and mastering with this one was a little weird like it needed more bass in the chorus or something but that's just a nitpicky thing with my ears i'd Um, agree with colors yeah it's like interesting because it almost feels like i'm listening to a low quality mix no i agree i felt like i really like colors because there are moments i feel like if it's quiet enough in your like if the music i don't know there are moments where I feel like the chorus really hits, but then sometimes when you're actually listening to it, you're like, I feel like I thought there, were, there was more bass in this, but there yeah. isn't. Like, it's in your mind. Like, you feel like there is or there should be. But yeah, I get that. Yeah, but I liked, I thought it was a good single. Do you remember the press video where she's yelling at her fans outside because she's doing press? Yeah. She's like, I've been doing this all day. Like, I'm not going to smile. Take a picture. <laughs> we do have to talk about the mall video. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that was a, prede- that was a predecessor to her uh, fame of the era. Um, yeah. And she's, like, so homeless. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, when I, I'm gonna cut this out because I don't want to be rude. She's gonna actually find us and kill us. But, like, homeless in the mall scene, like, 182. Uh, no. Um, it's a, it's, it was a really great single. And I think the bridge adds some character. I don't know if it's my favorite portion of the song. It's probably my least favorite. The bridge, like, the dialogue? Or yeah. The- I'm guessing the color references are pretty straightforward. Yeah. I didn't mind it that much. I think when I first heard it, I was like... It's, like, one of those songs that, like, if you wanted to show it to somebody or you wanted to show people Badlands songs, you might not show them colors. I feel like it's... You have to warn them about the... the- yeah, or, like, you might do the thing where, like, you lower the volume to say something random. Yeah. And make sure they don't hear that part. That is... They're like, did she just say lilac? No. <laughs> it's just blue. Like, Everything's so blue. lowering the volume. So what do you want for dinner, by the way? <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. I also love that she went with lilac instead of purple. Yeah. Like, that was deliberate. She was like... It works. It works. Lilac. I will say, I think what also made me love Colors a lot more was the music video. 
I love really. the music video. So basically, it's like her and Tyler Posey. And Tyler oh, Tyler Posey's in. Do you that. know that one? And then that. it's like the twisted that she's actually in love with his dad, not Tyler. And then the chorus hits, and you're just like, "Wow!" You get wow. chills. I got chills. <laughs> I will be honest. I never watched the colors video. I only watched the press run of her outside with <laughs> all the interviews. I actually never. I'm a flop. I didn't. I didn't Fake watch fan. it. I did watch both new Americana videos though. Uh, <laughs> I barely watched the first one. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, Colors is a great song. 10 out of 10, honestly. <laughs> I love it. I it's, still come back to it. I think it holds up pretty well. Especially, I mean, I guess because it was also so popular, so there's more reason to come back to it. But mm-hmm. it it holds up. I think Colors and Gasoline are really the two. When I saw her live, Roman Holiday was another one that... I actually love Roman Holiday. And that was the first song that I think I got hooked onto, like, technically when I was listening to it. I think it works so well as a pop song. It's one of those, like, stunners on the album where you're, like, the first time you, like, pick up the CD or you, like... <laughs> so dated. The first time you stream or listen to the project, you're going to be like, oh, Roman Holiday is, like, that song. Yeah. Because it's, like, the the synth is so... It, it does something that a lot of songs do where it's just, like... I don't know, the, the synth, that, the dun-dun, like the yeah. step up is really catchy in your head. No, I, I agree. And then she goes in, the first verse is so captivating. No, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think her strong, her strongest points lyrically were when she kind of incorporated more concrete detail, like something that you can kind of latch onto when you're listening to it. And I thought, um, I thought Roman Holiday did a really good job at that. And also I think it, it showed kind of more complex emotions and I liked that a lot, but it was a good song. Yeah, it's, it did. Yeah, it kind of like died out for me just because I played it so many times. I feel the same way. But it would have worked really well as a, a single, I think. I think if uh, Colors did well, they would have pushed Roman Holiday. Yeah. I don't know if it would have been a radio success just because this was, yeah, this was the main one with the mixing and mastering. There's something weird going on there and I can't put my finger on it, but even since the album came out when I was like 14, I was like, there's something with this mix that I just can't gel with. I think during the chorus, it feels like her vocals are in a weird spot. I, it's something about the vocal yeah. production with the background that I'm just sort of like, I don't think this matches well. I think someone should have produced her voice differently. Yeah. Because it almost, there's just something about it that gets in the way for me. And that's, that's not a very good description, but it actually, I feel like I'm listening to a radio edit and it's not produ- mi- mixed and mastered yeah. up to standard for some reason. I think, like, some of the songs production-wise are really good. I think some, some other songs, the production was kind of stale. Yeah. And it felt like it was missing something. Yeah. But Roman Holiday is a great song. I just feel like I need it touched up or remastered or something. And mm-hmm. I'm sure there's another version of Badlands coming out in a few years that'll be like, oh my god, nine years of Badlands. Like, not ten, but nine. Nine years of Badlands. And I, I will pick it up and stream Roman Holiday. Yeah. I So one of my favorites was Hold Me Down. I love Hold Me Down, too. It's just a good pop song. And that's what I started noticing when I was doing this podcast. I was thinking of the songs that are really good that aren't necessarily... Like, Hold Me Down could have been a single. Yes, and and I think... And it could have also set a tone for her album because I feel like... Well, Roman Holiday feels more like pure pop. I felt Mm -hmm. like Hold Me Down kind of gave that edge to it that she was trying to portray in her music with Badlands. Yeah. And I do think it could have done well as a single. I think they... I'm surprised they actually didn't push that. I guess Colors got the best reception. Yeah. But Hold Me Down, actually, I think at radio would have taken off a little more. Yeah. I love that the beat is very simple and the fact that you hear the bass and it's just like... I love... Yeah, the bass is It just goes around. The bass is heavy in this one and it feels... Like it should be. The chorus is just catchy. It's all, I described it as cut and dry. Another song that gave me this feeling was, um, because I talked about Reputation recently, uh, Don't Blame Me by Taylor Swift. Yeah. I think that's just a good pop song and it's not I think so too. too elaborate. It's just like a song that you can put on and you're like, okay, like maybe this isn't, you know, the best song of all time, but I really but like, like what bass. she's doing you're here. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a commercial effort. Hold Me Down. Great song. Yeah. I'd agree. 
I do love Don't Blame Me. Well, let's honestly, let's talk about, so we talked about Castle, Hold Me Down, and New Americana. So that's tracks one, two, and three. What about Drive? I was actually just going to bring that up, actually. What do you think of Drive? I love Drive. Oh, really? I won't listen to it now anymore. I like the lack of structure. I thought it was something different. It was just kind of like, it felt kind of loose, you know? I mean, a little long, yeah. (laughs) I don't really see, what do you mean? I don't know. It just felt like loose. But what was the structure of it? Wasn't it just verse, chorus? You know what? Strike that thought. (laughs) (laughs) Let me listen again. Are you talking about the random times where the verse stops? Or, oh, after the chorus when it's like the car beeping and then it just picks up? Do you like how cinematic it is? No, it's fine. I'm going to keep going. I like... It was atmospheric. Yeah. I thought Drive was. And that's what I liked. And it was more calm and like pulled back. And I like that about the song. It actually reminded me a lot of Hurricane in the structure for some yeah. reason like i felt like the way that they were written like mm-hmm. i think the pre-chorus chorus and post-chorus all it was very it mirrored hurricane a little bit but hurricane is a way better song so drive being there with the car beeps i was actually just like this Annoyed. is a bit like i see what you're doing adding all these sound effects throughout the album but i felt like on drive it was a song i remembered being better than it was when i yeah. turned on the album the other day i was like maybe this isn't what i thought it was um it's inessential yeah, I agree. But you I do what? think oh. the hook is good. Like, I do think the hook is good. It's not, it's essential to the album, I guess, but maybe not right next to a song that's so similar to it in my head. Like, Hurricane. It's right after Hurricane. It's right before. Oh. Yeah, I think Hurricane's definitely a much stronger than Drive. Hurricane is, song. is one of my favorites. It's, the I, sound works perfect. It's probably, it just sounds like Halsey as a artist in one song. Yes, I agree. It sounds the most on brand for her. And I just love everything that's going on in the production. And I think the hooks are really, really catchy. No, I like, love Like, there's four again. of them, and they're just like... Psh. I completely agree. And that was on our EP, so... Pretty impressive. But I also like... Maybe this is also kind of cheesy, but I really liked In Gasoline when she did a call back to Hurricane. Mm-hmm. And she, like, you hear, like, the notes from Hurricane. Especially because, yeah. like, you... <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a lot because it's just kind of it's like it, it, in the same vein as like castle it's just kind of like big ego type thing but i still liked it and i like I that it's 15, a callback i freaked out i was like that's so cool i love when artists it's funny because it's almost like we had we should have been in on that like she put it in as if we like heard the album already do you know what i mean no. like we were waiting for this and we're like <laughs> no literally you feel like you're the odd one out for not knowing her music no literally uh, but i still liked it and I it's so like blatant like in your face that you just have to be like whoa yeah she's gonna start doing more of that taylor swift does callbacks in her lyrics a lot as well but i like that it's more subtle like especially because swifties are insane and will yeah. always decode anything she puts out there i'm waiting for halsey to do that though. but i like that she has like themes that she kind of weaves in throughout her music but mm-hmm. with halsey it's just like here are four notes from hurricane <laughs> <laughs> after she just says are you a hurricane like me yeah <laughs> <laughs> thinking about it now and i'm like it's so funny <sighs> no that's hurricane's a, a, a highlight um i feel like the lyrics were also very much in like in the same way that uh haunting was where it's like digestible but it's yeah still it's digestible it's a really good a metaphor and simile yeah what do you think is the least digestible song lyrically lyrically or just like you felt like it was maybe it is new americana just because i think it's very camp, but there's ways to refine it. Um, but then if I had to go into it, I think a lot of it's honestly clever. Um, come, uh, Strange Love is very direct. Like, I feel I like she's that. just like, and I like that she did that. Um, I would say Control. 
I just like don't even know what the metaphor was and she was just like the kids cried out please stop you're scaring me I can't help this awful energy I felt like that too and control was actually my low point of the album yeah I'd agree because I would listen to it but all the other songs on the album have more cinematic sounds they all have something that keeps them going whereas I feel like control was very plain and simple and I'm sure if I picked up a pair I mean I have really nice like I I listen to these songs man and I like I check the file types like I know that they're yeah high quality files but control doesn't have as much detail in the mix and I think something like young god did yeah and that's why young god was a little better for me because I felt like even though it's kind of this one-two punch of songs that I'm like eh control was lacking more and I don't know what she's saying it didn't it doesn't have to exist sometimes I think about it that way I'm like is this ever going to be my favorite song? No. No. Like, is it anyone's? Let's I, talk about it. I guess it my question is just like, what was she getting at? Mm-hmm. Oh, ly- yeah. Lyrically. Yeah. And then I, like, sonically, I didn't care for it that much. I always assumed that who was in control was more about, um, I don't understand the kids thing, but it's like, I always assumed the control was about like a relationship because she's asking like, who is in control? Yeah, that's true. But I, it doesn't extend to a lot of the song. I, yeah, it only no, is I the line that made me always think that. I guess when the lyrics get complex like that, I sometimes turn away from trying. Yeah. Because it's like, what or is just, she like, saying? just too vague. And it gets kind of, not, not even pretentious. It's just like, I like you were on Tumblr when you were, in, like in 2013. It's like, we get it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I will say, I also, <laughs> the amount of times that she'll use like the word demon in her mm-hmm. songs like for some it works but i think by the time control was playing i was like yeah that's kind of just like i'm okay, t- tapped out across. it is a pretty i mean 16 tracks is a long thing if you count i walk the line which i don't think it doesn't like everyone forgets that i walk the line it, it's like nice though like i'm not gonna fall her for like caring mm-hmm. about a cover like you do you you're an artist i, agree. I mean you're already doing callbacks and uh that's like what lana did with ultraviolence <laughs> which is one of my favorite lana songs yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we should have talked about ultraviolence honestly um but yeah young god i guess was meant to be the closer it ended the concert as well i think i'd loop coming down and control together but i think coming down is a way better song i love coming down i like how like reserved it is as a song but it works really well it kind of it packs a punch i feel like yeah it feels more mature as a song mm-hmm. and like i think she also like lyrically control just kind of felt like a parody mm-hmm. of like what her style of like what, what the album was you know what i mean i think it took things a little too far yeah. Actually, I guess New Amer- Americana was that, but it might have been self-aware. Who knows? I think New Americana is more commercial, and it's more lighthearted in a weird way. Yeah. Um, it's funny because now that I'm talking about the album, it's funny to me because there's certain artists who try tongue-in-cheek or maybe go back and rebrand it as tongue-in-cheek, but they can't be tongue-in-cheek because they take themselves so seriously. I think Halsey is one of these people, but I also think Taylor Swift is one of them with the entire Reputation era. Like, I think they both yeah. weren't trying to be tongue-in-cheek, but people thought they were trying to be. Yeah, I you think when I mean? you have a really strong fan base, they'll literally justify anything. It's just funny because Halsey was starting out and she had so much power behind, I guess, what she was doing. No, and right? And Swift actually did sell, like, $7 million. Like, was literally, had the media stuff. But this is also no shade to Halsey because she's actually one of my favorite artists of all time, probably. Really? I mean, I know I've listened to her more than a lot. I think she's in my top 10 most played like, she has a lot of material that I gravitate toward, and I'm really excited to hear her new album. I'm going to be covering it on the podcast, too. So. Yeah, when does it drop? August 27th. Oh. And it's an IMAX movie, and I tried to get tickets, but they're all gone. So you watch wow. the visual movie, because there's no single. It's just going to be the album straight through, but it's going to be rock-tinged. Wait, so it's going to be what? It's going to be rock-tinged. What's that? Like, 
I just mean like hints of it's gonna. I'm guessing she's a pop artist, but like it's gonna. She, it's produced by the people of Nine Inch Nails, so it's oh, gonna tinged? be rock tinged. I said, tinged? but like it's gonna be rock inspired. It's gonna like, be rock tinged. You say tinged. Is that you pronounce it? I thought it said tinged. Like a T I N G E D. Yeah. Yes, tinged. I been saying tinged. <laughs> I was genuinely like. <laughs> no, that's fair though. That's fair. Yeah. Anyway, tinged. I have to learn that. Um, you can repeat that whole sentence if you want. <laughs> it's going to be more rock tinged uh, as an album, which I'm really excited about. Especially, it's brave. It's about. It's about a woman who. It's called "If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power," and I guess it essentially talks about being a woman and and actually carrying and birthing a, a child, and then She'd apparently, have a child. yeah, um, that's cool. And apparently, she's gonna like in the film. It's like she accesses that power and then is like crazy or like possessed or something. Wait, that's so exciting! And that's the film. Yeah, I was gonna ask you to go, but it's it's after we're both back. So yeah, she's she's going for a lot of different sounds and things throughout her entire catalog. I think now when you look at her, it's like you have. This, which is more, I guess, I'll classify it as all pop because that's where the fans were. It was more like, oh, it's not about the radio. And then she did, you know, Closer, huge collab. Then she did Helpless Fountain Kingdom. We had a lot of rhythmic influences. Uh, you know, she did feature on a few rap songs, including, you know, she was with G-Eazy. So she oh, yeah. became like kind of a staple over at pop radio uh, and became this big pop star, I feel. Um, she's also talked about that. She said she was like, when she was recording Manic, she was like, I know that I am a pop act, but it's also funny because... I felt like I was losing myself a little bit because I guess she was she was referring to a time where she performed alone and she had like a blonde wig on and she was like pulled back with like all this makeup and she's like, what happened? Which I find kind of funny to think about. But her best songs are on Hopeless Found Kingdom. And then she sort of reeled it back with Manic mm-hmm. and she had this hybrid of, I guess, material that'll lead into this album with a more rock edge. Mm-hmm. I like Badlands more than Hopeless Fountain Kingdom though. Okay. I think it's, I think production wise, like Hopeless Fountain Kingdom's better. But I think, for personal reasons, I just associate Badlands with, like, a more nostalgic time in my life. Or, like, I don't know, nostalgia, I guess. Okay, that's fair. Looking at the album, one song that I think is amazing that we didn't really cover is Ghost. Mm-hmm. I, I think Ghost. Ghost is actually the best song on the album. It's a huge crown jewel in Halsey's discography. And that's because the structure alone, it's bridge- Pre-chorus. First verse, oh yeah. First verse. That's so chorus, yeah. And then there's two bridges, and it's all two minutes and thirty seconds. And do you know how long songs are nowadays? I think it's impressive that she can always fit so much into a two minute and thirty second song because I yeah. feel like she did that a lot with Badlands, and it would feel I don't think longer. They're all that short though. I was actually looking. Most of them are like three minutes. Well, three minutes is one thing, but thirty seconds of a song is like very crucial. That's true. I That's just so think true. nowadays, like "Call Me by Your Name" by. Uh, Lil Nas X is two minutes and 17 seconds. Songs are getting shorter because more replay value. Uh, you want to yeah. make sure people can loop them with streaming. Because it's like, if you, artists are still making four minute and 30 second songs, you can fit like five of Montero into uh, <laughs> yeah. a song nowadays. So I just think it's interesting because she was kind of ahead of the curve with that. Uh, and Ghost is a short song that doesn't feel like it needs to be longer. Like she that's packed so enough true. punch in it where it's not like, why isn't this 40 seconds longer? Because that's what I feel now with so many songs. I'm like, you yeah. need to add a bridge you needed to do more in the second verse why are we only doing two verse songs but she was like let me let me do this bridges are crucial i feel like to songs mm-hmm. and if it's just verses and choruses it's just not the same i think her vocals also sound different on it like it's just a song there that has an, an edge to it that not a lot of the other ones have yeah i really like the chorus too and the bridge i'm not a huge fan of the verses. So. really like the quick like 
almost rapping kind of thing. I liked it because it was different and I thought it was refreshing. And yeah. I mean, I am a big fan of the structure and everything. Hurricane and Ghost to me are big highlights and they came from the, the EP. EP. So That's it's why like, I think it's really impressive. That EP was actually very good. No, the EP's solid. It's I need to really check good. out Is There Somewhere Again because I totally forgot about it. But Hurricane and Ghost to me are two great Halsey songs that feel like they encapsulate even who she is now. Ghost, she said, um, do you know Walls Could Talk? No. Oh, it's on Hopeless Mountain Kingdom. <laughs> um, the eye roll. But she... She said that because that one was short, she was inspired by Ghost to do another one like that where it's really short. And oh, that one kind of takes is. you in a different... It's um, It reminds me of Toxic by Britney Spears, actually. But it's a it's an okay one. I think Ghost is superior. What do you think is the better half of the album, the first half or the second half? Because I think the first half packs a lot of punch. I, I, Colors is the separating point. So Colors Part 2 and Forward is the end. But you seem to like Young God and Strange Love. And Yeah, I'd have to say the second half for me That's is the better part. Haunting, the, the, haunting, like coming down. I feel like it has all the really good ones. And it, is Colors a part of it? Yeah, uh, no. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Then I might have to choose the first half. That's the actually The first half dicey. is just so... If the first half was an EP all by itself... I think this is an artist that I would be like so perched for the debut album of. Because think about it, New Americana, Camp, I'm like, wow. And then Hold Me Down, Bop of the Century, Castle and Intro, Drive is a weak point, but whatever. Hurricane, Roman Holiday, Ghost, Colors. I think, honestly, if these songs were dressed up in a different like artist and it was just a, like, these are some top 40 hits. No, I agree. And their they're choruses, really good. their choruses, their structures that people would really go after. Yeah, and I, um... I feel like too when I first listened to it, I think what I like a lot about Roman Holiday is that all the songs, like they don't like when you know when you listen to like a full album and you're like I have to stop because this is all getting to be the same song kind of but mm-hmm. just different versions. I yeah. just felt like they were all very distinct in their own right. That's and so like you'll have some that are kind of similar, like what you were saying with what control and um, coming down, coming down. And like I yeah I totally and I felt like coming down to was one that didn't stick out at the beginning, but I felt like most of the songs when I first heard the album, I was just like these all stick out separately. Young God, one that you really like. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. Um, one that you really like, uh, Castle, actually has a lot of similar production to it. I think they took whatever they did with Castle and slowed it down a little bit. But if you listen to that's it, cool. you'll, hear, you're, you'll hear like a similar Wait, wow, drum. that's cool. Like, I don't know if it was yeah. actually that, but I mean, she worked with one guy. It was actually her ex um, across a lot of this album. His name is Lido. Oh. But yeah, no, next time you listen to Young God, try I'll and, look out for it. It's so interesting to me because... There is this album is very cohesive while every single song is its own yeah. thing, which is very it's a very it's hard impressive. to come by. I can't imagine someone who there's this thing and we've talked about it where people just dismiss pop music and they're like, oh, it all sounds the same. I don't think someone could hear this and just it, it would really prove that all they hear is a synth because all these songs are different. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that everyone caught wind to this song. In the, in the midst of 2015, we were headed towards such uh we were graduating and it was going to be like Tropical House or it was going to be uh trap hip-hop music mm-hmm. and that sort of shaped the mainstream up until maybe 2019 where yeah. i feel like we're seeing a little more mainly 2020 honestly um but i think it's cool that she had this sort of like synth pop album no i agree we're digging it do you think when you listen to badlands you thought that she do you think she's gotten better as an artist with her lyrics uh and did you see her be- taking a shift into normal pop music and doing what she's been doing now and oh yeah i feel like with hopeless fountain kingdom was when she really shifted into normal pop music and i think Across the board, I think she's improved a lot as an artist. I think with Badlands, it's like I love it in the way that I know what it is. And it's not like today, it's not an album I'd push on. It's not, it's not, those aren't songs I push on to people today to be like, you should listen to this album. Like, it's just, I like the album a lot. I like what it, I think it was just so for its time and I like what it represented at the time. 
Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, but I think she's only improved since then, which makes sense. It was a debut album. Yeah. I think it, I understand the cult following behind it, but I'm excited to see what she does in the future. I think Manic, I think Manic was a step down from Hopeless Fountain Kingdom, but as an artist, I can see that she found a lot of her strengths in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see where she goes next. Me too. So, because now she has the country tinged, tin, now she has the country tinged, like, you should be sad. Like, it's just, she's gone so many places as an artist, so I think it's exciting. What would you rank uh, Badlands out of 10? I'd give it a 7. That's a good score. I'm going to give it a 7.5, because they're really, if I had to debate over which ones were my favorites and which ones were my lows, like, I really do think she put a solid collection of songs together here. I agree. And even if I don't like them, I see why they're on the album. Uh, And yeah. Thank you for talking about Badlands with me, Katie. Thank you for inviting me. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Vinyl Drop. Stay tuned for new episodes every Friday on WSOE. And if you want updates, you can go follow the Instagram page at Vinyl Drop Podcast with one P. And then you can head over to Spotify and you can find a playlist which has all of the music that we rated highly on the show, as well as a compilation of every episode we've done. Uh, With that being said, I'll see you next Friday. Thanks for tuning in.